So we mentioned uh, this machoikes payantif, whether or not there's a gzeir or shrikas samanim, not to take medicine. Shabbos, we know we don't take medicine because we're afraid it might come to shrikas samanim. Uh, the gzeir is still around. First of all, it's a low plug, and second of all, uh, they still make medicines the good old way, or shrikas samanim. So they, uh, you might not do it at home. Sometimes you go to a health food store, they give you the uh, mortar and the thing, and you can actually make it at home. But it's irrelevant. This is the way they still make it, the Gezerah still applies. Shailiz is it apply in Yantav. It's not preferred in Shulchan Arath after Nezer the Tshuva, where he tainas that it's mutter on Yantav Rishon, and certainly Yantav Shani, and many other places can say it's only mutter on Yantav Shani. He's not pointing this out. Again, this applies to somebody who has a headache. He's not in Aflamishka, they have a slight pain, headache, whatever it is. So that's when the Yisr of medicine comes to play. If they're so sick, they're not full of Mishka, it's Mutter even on Shabbos. I was only talking about somebody with a, with a Mechish Balma. Uh, the reason I'm pointing this out is because you can uh, forget that the Kula of taking medicine, taking a Tylenol, Yantav Shani, exists, and exists by all the Yom Tevim, not on Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is Yom Richter. And even though we have, some people are confused after I mention this, with we have different dinim. We do treat it as Yom Erech. There is one day Yom There is like two with the Shachian, the Dachvot. Everything is Machoikis. But we we know for sure that it's Yom Erech. The Gabi Menig Zeru Dura and um, and this is one of them. Unless you hold like the Avraneza, there's no way certain Avraneza either. Then obviously it's not an issue. But Lachatchilu, we don't take medicine. If a person has um, comes up a lot in Yom Neram, people under pressure. If they have a splitting headache, you don't have to get in the bed. You have to feel like you want to get in the bed. Not in Mutter anyway. But uh, when it's a slight headache, this is where the shayla comes up, and uh, we assume it's also yadavishin yantushani. The avnezer can be used as sniflahokol if you're not sure whether it's to get the nafla of how how bad the headache is. And lacharit is room to be makel. Second item, um, so I'll walk you through briefly. If you recall, we had a share on this a few years back on pas pasisol pas akum. If you recall, the the gemara says. That they made the Xerah of Bishalak and Pasakum, they rescinded part or all of the Xerah of Pasakum because it became a Xerah Shain at Sibiya Because not every town had a Jewish baker. And stomp bread was kosher, it was bread and water, it was a flour and water. And um, they had to buy from the Gaisha baker. And if, it's, if it needs a hash, it needs a hash. In the old days, it was uh, what we call in kosher, it's a group one ingredient. It didn't, we assumed it was kosher, now it needs a hash. So. The question is, when they rescinded the Xerah because they saw that people needed bread not every town a Jewish baker, did they rescind it legamri? Did they undo it legamri? Bishalak and they left in place. Did they rescind this legamri or did they uh, do a partial uh, repeal of the din? Machaber holds that it was not rescinded legamri. If you live in a Mokham, we have a Jewish baker, you got to buy Jewish bread. If you're in a Mokham, you're Mamish Kant and you got to eat. So then that they repealed. Just uh, there's a big chilik, by the way, between a gzeir shein atzibah yachal amad ba versus a gzeir shein atzibah roitzel amad ba. Just uh, I hear people bandy this around that uh, this gzeir doesn't apply, that doesn't apply. People aren't keeping it. If people are lazy, they're not too from, then that's a gzeir shein atzibah roitzel amad ba. And atzibah yachal amad ba means that they just they got to eat and la lechem levada yichi adam ba lechem yichi adam. And you have to be able to uh, live, and if there's no Jewish baker, then uh, they're going to have a problem. So, the Mechaber holds, and I'll read to you the Lush of the Mechaber, it's Kufiud Beis, Siv Beis. Yesh Mechaimus, 
But again, only in a place where you have no choice. The Ramah says, No, the whole thing was rescinded. No more anymore. Even if it's Matzah, you have Jewish bakers, Gaisha bakers, you like the Arnold's bread, as an OU, you're good to go. The Shach over here says, even though he says the Minig is like the Ramah Lahokal, he says two things. He says, first of all, you should really be careful all year round, which is a little bit like the Machaber, but he's sort of in between. If it's nicer, if it's better, if it's tastier, if it's cheaper, significantly, then the Shach says, go with the Ramah. Otherwise, go with the Machaber. As I mentioned on many occasions, you live in Muncie, or Flatbush, or Lakewood, or wherever... Um, Nice Jewish bread is found. You almost have to, in some stores here, you've got to go out of your way to find Pas Akum. I don't even think, does Rockman Kosher sell it? I don't, I don't even think you can find it on the shelf. Um, so you have to mamish go out of your way. So the question is a couple of pennies more, a couple of pennies less. The Shach suggests you be machmer. Unless you're mamish meshugulay over the Stelladoro cookies or something like that, you don't like the imitation, so then Pratisrael applies to cakes and, and, and cookies as well. And um, the sheet is that hold if it's not Lal Shulchan Malacham, it's okay. That's not the normative halacha. And the Shach just suggesting you live in a community where it's readily available, so it's Kadai to be Machmer. It's a Kiddush to a lot of people. I'm not saying it's a din, you don't have to make a Shalom bias issue over it, but something to consider besides the fact you have the unbelievable mitzvah the rights of giving Parnassah to Eden. Don't forget. Is what they're living off of this. The Pashkits or Greens or Reisman, they're making a panasa off of this. And why should you give the panasa to somebody you don't know? You give it to somebody who's uh, related somehow. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it goes for cereals also. Cheerios, the Shaila, is it, is, it, uh, is it baked or is it steamed or both? It's a little both. Shaila is what, what's the main process? The Shiloh where the Pasisrael goes on, on Cheerios. Again, so some people couldn't care less. You buy the Hamish brand cereals. Some people know it's not Kellogg's. Then it's not for breakfast. Okay? So if you like it that much better, you have the Ramadan line anyway. And even according to the Shach, it's that much better. So then you have what to be, you have what to be Semichan. But the same Shach said the line before, Mionir Deshizar of Kalima Sashana. After he says that, he says, Yud, you made Chuva, coming up. Yeshlizar, Bapashla, Vukhavim. You should be machmer. What are the coolers? So, there's a din, even according to the Machaber, who insists you be machmer if there's Jewish bread available. What's available? So, he gives the shear, similar shear to Tila Batibur, and similar shear to Tila Sadayim. How far do you have to go to that one, the minion? Four meal, approximately 72 minutes. So, you have to go out of your way if you can go to a store, even within 72 minute drive, is pretty far. But you have to go out of your way if it's 72 minutes out of your way or in front of you as you're traveling. Uh, so then you should go out of your way and get it. Sorry, Sme Chuva, if you're on a business trip and uh, you're stuck in an airport and all they have is Anderson's pretzels with an OU and you're hungry, so then it's Mutter Pashtis. Uh, just the Paskim um, say, since it's Sme Chuva, Chacham you should try ahead of time to make sure you have the food you need. But if you're stuck, you're stuck. And uh, we certainly make us not going to be that much more harmer than the original din. 
If you're not traveling, uh, you recall the dinners on Shabbos and Yantif as well. The minigids to try to be machmer and pasisol and pasakam and Shabbos and Yantif. So we don't have that many days left to say some tshuva. So it's kadai to uh, to take a look in the kitchen and see. A lot of people never heard this din. Shabbos Yantif of the minig and say some tshuva. They're not clear that it goes on the cakes and cookies and crackers and pashas as it does. So take a look and try to uh, try to make sure it's available for everybody. Okay. Somebody can get this out. I want to finish up. We finished 90% of the Igeris Agro last year. We have another two pages. I don't know if we're going to finish it now, but we'll make an attempt because I want to go back to Hosea Shuva tomorrow night. Go to page twelve in the bottom paragraph. Menachem, you can move up. You don't have to be so humble. Can, uh, can you hear me back there? Yeah. Uh, if you recall. The Geras Agra was written by the Vilna Gaon to his family after he went to Yisrael. Never made it, but he was a long trip. And um, it's uh, probably the, one of the most stark uh, pieces of Musa you can find. It's a real letter to real people. And uh, it gives you new respect for the Vilna Gaon's family if he expected them to um, actually be able to do this. And uh, if he expected them, he expected us as well. Even though you say, well, I'm not the Vilna Gaon's Rebison and I'm not his child... He, uh, this became a document for Kali Yisrael. I don't know if he meant it as such to me with, but uh, the Bali Musa say that uh, this, should be, uh, this should be read and reread. And um, I'm not going to go through all the, you say this in last year, I'll wait a couple of years, so we do some Chazara, but I want to start from the bottom paragraph on Davav. Besides the Hashkafas uh, and Musa, there's some interesting halachas in here, you see the Vulnaga and Shita. He's being Mitzavah's family, Laman Hashem. Have you got the bottom paragraph? Laman Hashem is a very strong special Please Make sure You take off a chaymish This is not well known either If you look at Hilchus Taka The Machaber says that The din is you got to give a chaymish And if you gave a meiser So then It's a big machaber It's a big hitter versus Ikra din but the Vulnagai holds, sounds like it holds this maker, it didn't. the double meiser. And appellate to me is they were taking off Chaymish off of nothing to begin with. They didn't have any money. Um, they did a study in America, a very fascinating uh, study. Uh, they track uh, various charity trends. And they came to the very startling conclusion that there's a vast difference percentage-wise between what rich people give and what poor people give. And most people hear that and they say, of course there is, until you get to the next line. And the next line is that poor people give a lot more percentage-wise. Maybe they feel more for the other poor people. I don't know uh, what the psychology is. But, um, Maybe what? Maybe that's why they're poor. Maybe that's why they're poor. No. Chazal promised us, the more you give, you'll never get poor. 
That's uh, that's Beferish. But it's very interesting. It's even among Americans. And the Vilna Gaon said he held. You got to give a chaimish. He told them, make sure you give a chaimish. He's really stuck about it. It doesn't sound like it's just a hither. That's pretty amazing. You don't give, you give less than a fifth. There are people who struggle with, with Meiser. And he's talking about not giving a... Why, why are you a kefir bigger? Why are you a kefir beter? It's a lack of bitachem. Shem says, Aser, Kadesh, Tesasher, you'll never lose, you'll only gain, and uh, you're a custodian of the money, and you've got you to gotta give it to where it's meant to go, and if you don't believe that, then you're Kafir, Batayra, Kadesh. So, again, if you're not ready for Chaimish, don't panic. Uh, it certainly should reinforce our allegiance to the Shulchan that says, at least, Bediyevit, Meiser. And some people struggle with that. Now, the din happens to be, if the Mamish can't pay the bills, they're not Mechuyiv in Meiser. But for a person who can, the question is, what gets cut out? Which vacation gets cut out? Which luxury gets cut out? Mice is a real chiv. And uh, there's a three of machlekes with the Dereisa, the Rabban, and a minig. Any person who holds the Rabban, the Vilna is known to hold, have held it with the Dereisa. And even if it's minig, it's a chiv anyway. But uh, you see, not only did he hold his Dereisa, which we know from other sources, but he held that the uh, din is really a, a chemish. Uh, the good news is, for anybody who wants to uh, psychologically make it easier on themselves, it's net of federal, state, and city taxes. If you live in Muncie, you don't pay city taxes. Um, Shailas is a net of real estate taxes, a different Shailas. But Ramesha says, anything you don't see, that's taken straight off the paycheck, it doesn't belong to you in the first place, so then, uh, then you can calculate after that. It's not net of expenses. If it were, no one would ever have any MICER calculation at all. Most people barely meet expenses. So it's not after living expenses, it's after Ramesh's Chiddush is that certain types of taxes uh, have no shaykhs to you and therefore that's off the top. Page Zion. He goes back to what he mentioned at the beginning of this, Igeris. Matter of fact, he spent more on this theme and this, uh, this letter than almost any other theme, and that is Shmir's Aloshan. He says, everything depends on that. We like to think that the Chavaz Chaim began this revolution. He did. He revolutionized the adherence to it. But he wasn't the Chadashit. And uh, the Vilna Gun says, that this is the rise and fall of man, is the Shmir Salashim. It's interesting. If you remember from last year, uh, unless you read it in between, uh, the Vilna Gun said that, uh, this is quoted, and I've seen Shmir Salashim stickers. Let's say the Gavonagon says that if you're about to hear or say some juicy Lashon Hara and you stop yourself, the Shire is something even Malachim can't comprehend. It doesn't say that by anything else. So uh, it's, uh, I mentioned, uh, I think we are talking about a Shabbos in the Pelayas, that Zahirus uh, and Mitzvahs in Yerushamayim means you run away from Avera like a snake and you keep away from a Safek Hashras like poison. And the reaction of many people is they hear a conversation, they're not sure, is it Lashon Har or not? They just move a little closer just to check. <laughs> and then they plan, of course, if it's Lashon Har, to run the other way. That's not a very good idea. Uh, curiosity killed many, many more things than cats. And once you hear, you already heard a word of Lashon Har, then you might stay. And if there's any Shiloh whatsoever, you don't move closer to the south. You just think you run, you run the other way. 
Vonagain says this is where it uh, where it's at in terms of the schar. Tzfarim Sholi, Yesh Mishle and Loshan Ashkenaz. That's interesting. They had an art school then. Um, I don't know who printed it, but they had a. I mean, Santa Rana, I think, was in uh, was in Yiddish also. Ashkenaz here. I, I don't think we discussed this Yaakov last year, right? Ashkenaz doesn't necessarily mean German over here; it means Yiddish. Uh, but they had translations. Marashem Shikru B'Chol Yaivu Yisetay Mikol Sifrei Musar. Kam Sefer Kehel Zikru Tamal L'Fanayach Kisham Mavil Mavil Inyani Elamazet makes everything into Hevel. Uh, as the Vulnagun said in the paragraph before, uh, anybody who has any seichel whatsoever knows that uh, there's nothing here that makes any sense in terms of Nitzchius, and it's all Hevel Avolam. And Yichazer over Kehelis, you'll see that. Now he says something very interesting. Rabbi Salsalanter also, quote-unquote, revolutionized this, but Vulnagun is saying it over here. Learning Musr doesn't work if it's a very, very... Uh, a silent experience. You have to hop the spiders for it. You have to, you have to, you have to read it in a way that excites you, or, or hopefully, I don't want you all to stop screaming, yelling now. Hopefully, hear from somebody that's uh, getting excited about it. Uh, it cannot be a passive experience. A lot of people read Muslim and They don't understand what they're saying and they don't get into it. If you uh, plant seeds, that's in Harisha verse. The seeds are going to be taken by the wind and by the birds. And if you don't, the second army, you don't immediately look to apply what you're learning, so then the uh, animals are going to come and trample everything. A person needs Mutzer, and the more he needs it, the more it shows his heart is like a rock. To smash that rock, you got to be doing things. You can't just be reading it like in a library. You've got to hit it till it gets smashed. And he says that, and again, in today's context, people hear the word hitting with kids, they go berserk. Uh, I think today we have to uh, be very careful, and I know I think Revolva said in one of, his, uh, one of his pieces that today it doesn't fly at all because... Uh, People aren't on the Madrega to do with the Shema, and they might be angry themselves, and I, I, I get that. But there's still a far cry between that and tiptoeing around your children. You're given too much because you're scared of them, the child will grow up to be insecure and spoiled rotten. And that's why we have a lot of the issues we have today. So whether it's a physical hitting or today we can't, uh, we can't handle that, and it's not a good way to go, then it's got to be something that is stern enough to rein in the, the child. And obviously every child is different, but there's got to be standards that are upheld across the board. And the biggest uh, issue we have today is that uh, people are walking on eggshells a little bit too much, in my opinion. And, um, and your kid is, uh, hopefully, look, uh, there are Rahman's long cases like that. But if you train him in when he's young, he'll know what the parameters are. And if he makes a threat... I, parents called me. They said, I, I told my kid to do something a very normal effect. My kid said, uh, Ma, if you ask me that again, I'm going off the derech. So I told him, it was like a nine-year-old kid. I said, next time he says that, you should uh, show him the door to the basement and uh, tell him he can't come up for a while. You can't, uh, you, you can't raise children like that. I told you once, a uh, story here, one of my children shall remain nameless. They're all, they're all big tzaddikim now. But... Uh, uh, once he, I don't know, he was seven years old, six years old. 
and um, and he got into some sort of a sisluch with my Rebbitzin about something he wanted to do, and the Rebbitzin said no. And he said, if you don't let me do it, I'm going to go bow down to the tree in the backyard. So my good Rebbitzin opened the door, said, it's all yours. Now the tree doesn't become Osir, Bidyevit, Altnevad, uh, by a young kid, it's, uh, but uh, he did it. He did it. And as he kept on doing it, uh, it was a scene. Uh, to, uh, kept on turning around to see if anybody was watching. My went, went back inside and continued with making the films. He didn't make a Russian. After like a minute and a half, he realized, this is not, this is not that much fun, and no one's looking. And that was it. The first and last time he ever did that. So, uh, so you might say, that, that's a little extreme. I, I was in the spell. I was, uh, I was trying not to laugh when I heard the uh, so spell. What a hop. If you want that a seven, eight-year-old should understand that a Vodazar is going to scare the living daylights out of the parents. He picked the wrong parents. That was the only difference, but it's a, it's a, it's a hop. So kids are always trying to live. <laughs> um, we can't uh, let that ruffle our feathers. And that's what the Vodazar is saying over here. <laughs> you have to be holding the reins. And you, uh, again, I don't know what works. He says in the same sentence, so You have to have a blend. And again, I'm not about pushing the... the Corporal punishment per se. You're saying you gotta um, know uh, how to rule in a certain way, and you gotta know when that works and when it doesn't work. But uh, you can't be scared. Begam. Next paragraph. As chasani and imazev v'cholzeh, shikul of neim keniskil amalav. Shelamudu l'shem shemayim. By the way, one of the other reasons the tree doesn't become osir, not that I'm worried about that tree, is if it's if it's an umdul of the muchot that the person is doing it, the yesterday is angry and they don't believe in the tree. <laughs> and the whole thing never uh, never gets off the ground. Uh, but um, the fact that uh, there is... I have to think about it for a minute, because you look at the whole sugi in Sanhedrin, where a guy comes over with a gun and says, bow down to that tree or else, it's an umdun of the mukha, the guy does not believe in that tree. It's Yahar Vayavar. So why is Yahar Vayavar? So you got to look at the whole place over there with the Avedim Avam, the Yira. What exactly is going on? Exactly, because is when it looks to the outside person that it looks like to the guy, to the people watching, the Tashib Seven Israel, the Chaim Aravera over here. Give a you don't even need ten people. Uh, but there's something going on that somebody thinks they won. If a guy says, "Go bow down to trees," and trying to get you angry, Pasha says that wouldn't uh, wouldn't make a difference anyway. Um, my son asked me if I ever told over that story. I said only three times. I never said which one it is. So he's talking to his son-in-law now. In other words, we were, were big believers in uh, but you have to keep the Lashma in mind that that's a Madrega to get to. When you train young, it's easier to peel off the, uh, the, the problem. Of course, the other way, I have adults complaining to me, they don't feel they're learning Torah Lishma yet, and they're already 30, 40, 50, so what's going to be? So there are enough Makarias that you can learn Shalad Lishma and just keep on going to your 99. If you never reach out, totally Lishma, also okay. The point of life is to raise the bar that if started off 5% Lishma, it becomes 10%, 15%, 20%. You still need the Shalad Lishma motivator. It's not the end of the world. Tumma Masech Zavetz, Prophet Pirke Avetz, Rab Nasa Masech Zavetz, Kadmul Ter, Tachabe Lacham Eischa. Respect your sugar. Imagine the only guy telling that to his son-in-law. Yes, everybody needs a reminder. Well, there's more of that coming. Go to the last page. 
Chamezcha is a kind of Chav and Maid, the Grand Shriker, who was still alive. Him Kaladam Tisnai Bedech Eretz Benachas of a Kavit. Then he signs off with a message to his mother and to his wife. The whole letter was to his mother's wife, but, he, but he's talking to the children also. Now he has two uh, personal notes. Interesting, didn't keep it of aim that he feels he can even write the line with the disclaimer. He starts the disclaimer that, Mommy, you don't need my musr. But then, but he goes ahead and sort of, uh, you know, uh, reminds her that you promised me you're not going to worry about me. You know, a Jewish mother is a Jewish mother. And traveling then was extremely dangerous, and he's tra- walking to Israel. So I'm sure, I, I read in between the lines over here, his mother, like, sort of didn't want to go. And she had a lot of tsar. So he's going to, um, he's going to wrap it up by saying, this letter was written to you primarily, there's a lot of musr in here, you don't really need my musr. But please read this once in a while. That's interesting. I'll keep it up, eh? You could say, disclaim you don't need my musr, and then you say, but read this musr saver. I find that interesting. I guess Vonnegut knew who he was, and he understood the chashivas of what he wrote. You promise me you won't worry. I will daven for you. Vulnagan never made it, and he came back home. So, I don't know if she was still alive when he got back, but it wasn't that, it wasn't years later. Uh, but he never made it, but he wanted to go there, and he wanted to be davening by the Shara Shemaim. Reminds his wife, again, they can imagine the Madrig of the Vulnagan's Rebetzin, but um, this needs constant chizik. The mother now is going to be running the house with the mother-in-law. To be extra careful with an amana's father who's not alive. He says, she's your trigger, and you've got to respect her for that. And she's an amana, and you've got to be very careful. For an amana, even the slightest remark, the slightest wave of the hand, the slightest scowl on her face. Dangerous business. He's asking his mother and his wife to cooperate and get along. Not that they weren't before, but he wanted total shalom. life to make, give nachas ruach to somebody else. Pretty strong statement. Look at all the end result is you're here to make people happy. It happens living in close, close proximity. Again, despite the fact you got to be stern and put down the law, raising the kids has to be with sweetness. Quite, quite a letter. Um, the uh, prat before Apiyaloch that he mentioned with the Almana is a very, uh, it's a Fatsi Chumish. And it's a clear derisa you see from here and many other sources how dangerous it is. You've got to be extra careful and if it's not, not Kadai to, uh, I told you once I said, I looked at a house, I looked for a house in Flappish and I couldn't find one because every house I found somebody else was bidding on it. Finally found a house and it looked right and the price is right. It was a two-family uh, in the teens. It was near, near the shul and 
and uh, the broker was thrilled that they said, I was a buyer. I was, I was there to buy it in the spot because I'd been looking for weeks, couldn't find anything. I had to be near the shul. And I come downstairs and I see an old lady there. And I said, Shalom Aleichem. And uh, I introduced myself. And she looks at me and she says, I'm not moving. I said, Excuse me? I didn't understand what. what I said, What? He said, I'm not moving. So I asked the broker, Who's that? So he said, Just ignore her. So she continues, I'm not moving. So if somebody buys this house, I'm not moving. That's a problem because I, she's not my mother-in-law and I can't live there. And she lived there, I was coming to my family. And I asked the broker, I said, what's going on over here? She said, well, she's an elderly lady and she's been living here like 70 years. And she lost her husband about 10 years ago and she doesn't want to move. But, you know, that's life and I'm selling the house. That was the last time he heard from me. And that's not on my statistics. I'm starting up with an almana who's living in a house for 70 years to buy a house. I have to have my head examined. Uh, so the, the broker saw, after a week called me and said what happened I thought you were dying for a house I said I was dying for a house but I'd like to survive the experience dying is love Dafka so he couldn't believe it, it was, I, I said I don't understand you what, you're surprised I wouldn't I, I said I strongly advise you I know you're the broker in this house I don't know what you're going to do but you got a big problem and I found out who she was by the way I knew her son also I called the son and uh, I, just to find out maybe it's an easy way maybe uh, I called the son, I was two sentences into the thing. I said, by the way, I went to look at a house. He said, I know, I know, you went to look at the house at East, uh, I'm going to give away where it was, on East 14th, East 15th. He sa- I said, how'd you know? He said, my mother probably told you she's not moving, right? So I said, yeah, she did. I said, what are you going to do about it? He said, I tried. Can't start up with Almana. That's the, that's the long and the short of it. That's the Volna God's message. I'll tell you, everybody.